Welcome back, true believers. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, press truthers of all ages, <laughs> races, genders, creeds, whatever. We're all in this together for the hunk of burning truth. This is the Elvis Press Tree Conspiracy Program, episode three, episode four. I don't we're, even we're, know where we are. We don't know what we're going to put them out. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have so many uh, things that are coming up. So we're going to, if this comes four, five, six, it doesn't matter. It, we, what matters is the truth. Time is a flat circle, man. It does. You, you, you got to ingest it all to get to the truth. So anyway, we're going down a reality tunnel today. Uh, we are getting into Elvis Presley's wood abuse. And uh, full disclosure, I don't really know much about this uh, conspiracy theory, this reality tunnel that Reeves has put together. I'm sort of researching other factors. So I'm going to be sort of like you guys out there. I'm going to be an audience member for this one. I'm telling. Look, this was a rich vein. This is going to be the tip of the iceberg. I mean, that this man's wood abuse is. Elvis abused more wood than a 13 year old with an internet connection because this shit is nonstop. From and it's it's, it's we already we've discussed the karate. We've discussed shooting uh, point blank in his firing range, just shooting logs. Uh, just to, in, in case we have any new time uh, first time listeners here, just want to cover right quick. Uh, sort of the crux of this whole uh, conspiracy program here, Elvis Presley. Uh, the spirit of Elvis, Presley, of Elvis Presley, we believe, is trapped in a tree on the front lawn of Graceland. He was taken by the wood spirits, of course, on the day of his supposed death, uh, August 16th, 1977. And the reason is going to become a little more clear, uh, certainly to me, and I think also to you by the end of this, uh, that Elvis Presley had a lifelong history of wood abuse, and that is why his spirit was taken that fateful day. So, how you doing today, John? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I just again? like to, in order to catch people up in case this is their first episode yeah. for un unknown reasons, we'll we'll put up the pictures. Like right now, you're probably seeing uh, Chef Dez's picture, where in 2019 he caught the specter of Elvis in the trees. ChefDez.com. Then uh, we flash forward. We were talking about this video. At uh, Graceland, when we went there in July of 2022, July 11th, 7-11, we also have yep. to find the 7-11 connection. Yep. I don't know what that is. But we took a picture of me, and in the background, there was an orb. And we're, this, you know, it's not a joke. It was there. It was there. And it is there. And on top of that, uh, my shadow, my head is round, and the shadow is square and or rectangular. Unmistakable Elvis Pompadour. I, there's no question. Uh, you're probably looking at the photo right now. Right if now, you're the photo's the video up. Podcast. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, uh, based on those that brief update of what we're talking about here, Reeves and I believe somewhat that Elvis, Elvis, is trapped in the trees, and we're just looking for the Prez truth. Just looking for the Prez truth. The hunk, of, the hashtag hunk of burning truth. A hunk of burning truth. So we're going down different reality tunnels to find different Prez truths that we can then bring to you and uh, maybe you could tell us your theories and just bring this whole thing home. So, Reeves, you have a really great theory here that we've you're going to lay out. This we've is been, amazing. We've been, we've been digging deep. I'll tell you this. Listen, uh, I just got to start from the beginning. There's too much information to lay it out creatively. We're just going to do this chronologically. Uh, actually, 
Elvis's, the history of Elvis's wood abuse begins 35 minutes before his birth. In East Tupelo, Mississippi, uh, 4 a.m. January 8th, 1935. At 4 a.m., 35 minutes before Elvis's birth, Elvis's older twin, Jesse Guerin, that's G. Aaron, the original G, Jesse G. Aaron, Garen Presley is born DOA, dead on arrival. He's stillborn. He is the stillborn older twin of Elvis Presley, who's born 35 minutes later, 4.35 a.m. Uh, of course, that's to uh, Gladys and Vernon Presley. Now, Elvis's pre uh, parents were very young, actually. Uh, Gladys, his, his mother was only 22 uh, when she had the twins, and Vernon, his father, only 18 years old. So they're very poor. They're living in a two-room shotgun shack down in Mississippi. And uh, from the very moment that Elvis came into uh, into this realm, he suffered the psychic abuse. He was born into a situation of trauma and of loss immediately. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure we've all met twins here. We I think it's well known that all twins have a certain psychic connection with each other. Uh, they may or may not be honest with you about how deep it is, but we know here on the Elvis Presley uh, conspiracy program. And so uh, Elvis coming in to this realm already has a psychic disturbance, uh, uh, a twinless twin, if you will, uh, from the very beginning. And so fast forward one day, we're, Vernon and Gladys are burying Jesse Garen Presley uh, at the cemetery on the other side of town, and they're so poor, uh, they can't afford a coffin or anything, they bury him in a shoebox. Oh. So from the very beginning, Elvis's twin is stuck in a shoebox, which uh, we were looking into it. The thing is about shoeboxes at this time, they, they did have cardboard ones. Of course, what is cardboard made out of? Wood, a wood byproduct. Uh, but they also had wooden shoeboxes. So we don't know what Jesse's buried in, but we do know He's essentially trapped from the very beginning, one day after his uh, his birthday, trapped in a wooden box. And so since the very beginning of Elvis's life, he had the psychic connection to his twin, trapped essentially in a wooden prison, um, and in a cruel twist of fate, much like Elvis uh, is trapped today uh, in the trees at Graceland. So this is the first psychic trauma planning that subconscious... Uh, unease, you could say disdain, contempt, uh, fear of wood from the very beginning. I'm already on the Garen train here. I, this is this is already bombshell after bombshell. I cannot believe the connections here. I know. So this is that's that's the genesis, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fast forward. We're just going to mention a couple things on the way, uh, getting into Elvis's trauma and uh, wood abuse uh, and along his uh, timeline. Uh, when Elvis was three, actually, 1938, uh, Vernon Presley, Elvis's father, was caught passing a bad check. And what are checks oh, written my. on? Checks made of paper, oh, paper my. made of wood. Jesus Christ. Revelation after revelation, folks. And so his uh, father actually goes to jail uh, for eight months. Now, here's an interesting thing. It was actually a $4 check that uh, his father forged to be an eight. He goes to jail for eight months. Uh, Elvis born on January 8th. I don't know where the 8 connection is going. Uh, we all know an 8, of course, is a sideways infinity symbol. Whoa. Also, the 4, so the, the number 4, you also say 4 in golf, 
And what happens when it sucks? You get stuck in the trees in golf. So there's something there with four. That's true. What else do you do when you hear four? You watch out. Keep your eyes open, ladies and gentlemen. And so uh, we're just going to fast forward a little bit. Of course, uh, just briefly mention Elvis did sign a contract uh, in the 50s with Sun Records, which they didn't sold to RCA. Uh, Elvis got a nice $5,000 bonus, uh, but he did get a little fucked on the royalties uh, with that contract. Excuse my French, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, but once again, a contract written on paper, paper made of wood. Once again, wood, a symbol of unease, a, 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 a hostile presence, uh, a, a presence of doom. All right, very good, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to move ahead just a little bit here. Uh, of course, 1956, that's when the Colonel, uh, Fat Tom Hanks, comes into uh, Elvis's life. And uh, what does the Colonel get Elvis involved with? Holly Wood. Oh, my God. Coincidence? Oh, Oh. You be the judge. Which brings us to uh, one of Elvis's earliest films, Jailhouse Rock, 1957. Now this one, I this is we're all over this. This is a this is a fucking bombshell, uh, uh, just laden movie from the beginning. So we all know the lyrics. Uh, of course, the hit song Jailhouse Rock was written as the theme song for this movie, uh, and it has this this film Jailhouse Rock, filmed in gritty black and white has uh, a huge dance sequence where all the prisoners are dancing and we all know the famous lyrics uh the warden says don't be no square if you can't find a partner grab a wooden chair and we see that in the film and so once again elvis equating wood with being a prisoner the wooden chair and the he conflates the two much again like his twin stuck in that wooden box uh in tupelo uh mississippi so triggering sorry folks i get a little overwhelmed uh, uh, now and again just by uh, the the sheer force of these bombshells one after another uh takes a lot out of you sometimes anyway so we now see... jailhouse rock you had mentioned um a piece of that movie that was a humongous revelation to us we played a clip of it early in one of our episodes probably episode one yeah episode one elvis he destroys a wooden acoustic guitar this is an excellent point. Now, I w if you watch the film, go back, watch that episode. You can go on YouTube, uh, watch a clip of Elvis uh, smashing the guitar. And this is a movie, so you know he does more than one take. He's smashing guitar after guitar. I'm going to posit that this is the... It's almost an orgasmic release of freedom that Elvis experienced while smashing this guitar. Because this is... It's like... Uh, in a metaphorical sense, it's like smashing the wooden prison that his twin uh, is trapped in, that, is, that his twin is a prisoner in, and it's like breaking free of that prison. And uh, I don't think it can be understated what a big deal, uh, how much Jesse meant to Elvis. Because you go to, you go to uh, Graceland today, they have, a, here's a word for you, a cenotaph. They have a memorial to his brother Jesse, so his brother... 35 minutes before Elvis was born, he was already dead. Nonetheless, huge it, the psychic impact on Elvis's life cannot be overstated. Uh, it's just that's what twins have, and that's what they had, absolutely. Uh, and actually, you brought up the guitar. So some of you might be like, hey, man, I, I don't really think Elvis di uh, dislikes uh, you know wood that much. Is he really that much of a wood abuser? He played guitar ever since he was 11 years old. 1946, he picked up the guitar. 
Well, uh, I posit this to you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what is a guitar? You know, we have the wood box, and then there's a hole on it. And from the hole escapes the music. And so the music, when you strum a guitar, is actually the sound of freedom escaping a wooden box. So every time Elvis strummed the guitar, it was like he was freeing himself. It's a, it gave him a sense of freedom from a wooden box, which is why he took to it so quickly. It's, it's why he was natural. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't think he ever got so comfortable with the guitar. You know, we famously, Elvis never wrote uh, uh, his own music. He never wrote a song in his life. And I think that's because of the intimacy required. The, the intimacy you have to have with your instrument uh, writing a song. And correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, I believe as you watch his career progress, less and less you see Elvis with the guitar in his hand, and it's more and more he's the front man for the other people who are touching the wood. That is an excellent point, because I, I believe his paranoia and his, uh, his disdain for wood, his contempt for wood, uh, grew over time, absolutely, no question. Which can actually be, uh, you know, we'll see this uh, escalate, his uh, wood abuse um, after Jailhouse uh, Rock. So I think ever since he felt this orgasmic release, smashing that guitar, take after take, smash, smash, triggered something in Elvis, uh, a sense of freedom he never experienced before from abusing wood. And so uh, I'm going to fast forward just one year after Jailhouse Rock. Elvis, of course, joined the army. We all knew. Yes. While stationed in Germany, uh, I'm bringing up my notes here. While stationed in Germany, Elvis... Uh, was exposed for the very first time to the ancient Okinawan art of empty hand combat. Uh, speaking, of course, of karate. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, we all see. I mean, that's how important karate was to Elvis, that there is a shrine at Graceland to it. Yeah, and, you know, look, Elvis had a lot of hobbies in his life. He did. He was a dabbler. He did this and that. One thing that stuck with him his entire life, ever since he was exposed in, in 1958... Um, the next 19 years of his life, before he was trapped in that tree, a practitioner of karate every day, every time he could. Uh, Germany, when he was first exposed to karate, of course, uh, his first instructor, a Shotokan stylist named Jurgen Seidel. I'm sure I pronounced that correctly. Uh, he started teaching Elvis karate uh, off base in his house starting in 1958. And Elvis was there every day, two, three hours a day, breaking bricks, breaking tiles. Practicing katas, sparring, and ladies and gentlemen, breaking boards. That's what you do in karate every day. Elvis is breaking boards. I think we got a great photo of him in uniform. Yes. Uh, if we can put that up right here. Yes. You got to see this, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look. Uh, it's Elvis in uniform breaking a board. And it actually reached a fever pitch. I'm going to fast forward just a little bit here. 1960. All right. Elvis is working on the set of a film called G.I. Blues about his experience, roughly, uh, stationed in Germany, uh, in the Army. And in this film, you can actually go on YouTube and watch this whole sequence. Uh, in this film, Elvis has a nice, you know, hot young Fraulein, groupie, whatever. You, you've seen the movies. You know, he gets the chicks. Uh, they go on a boat. They go on a ferry. They go to the back of the ferry. And there's a table right there. And it says, Fritz Lieben, I don't know, Helga... Olga, you know, one of those like beefy old German lady. There were hot <laughs> names back in the day. Hot names down. Now you meet an Olga. They're gonna, it's gonna be some beefy <laughs> sausage lady, you know, with the with the hand figures. It's gonna feed you well. Uh, 
But anyway, we see a little graffiti uh, etched into a table. And what does Elvis do? He laughs. He fucking oh. smirks at the desecration of this wooden table. He fucking laughs because he loves it. Anytime wood is desecrated anyway, ha 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 ha. So immediately, and if that weren't enough, immediately after that, Elvis, they, he, he and this Fraulein, they go off to this uh, puppet show. They go fairy wherever. They're watching a puppet show. One thing leads to another. Elvis gets on stage. He's in the puppet box. He's in the puppet show. And he starts singing a song called Wooden Heart. Oh, my God. Wooden Heart to this female puppet. You know, she got the blonde fucking Pippi Lawn stocking fucking hair and the big, you know, German uh, mommy milkers fucking titty breast. And uh, he's singing, um, he's singing Wooden Heart. Uh, to this wooden puppet. And the whole, if you read the lyrics, go on Genius.com, you can see he sings about how he doesn't have a wooden heart. You know, you gotta treat me good, because my heart's not made of wood. He's basically talking about how he's not wood, he's a human, and because he is a human, he deserves to be treated better, he has feelings, he deserves better than a fucking piece of wood. Which, very funny, okay, I get it, folks. Haha, ha. very fun, innocent, cute little song. No dark meaning. Well, what if you were a tree spirit? How, what would you think of this song? How would you fucking feel if you heard Elvis disparaging you? Like, you have no feelings. Right, or, or if there was uh, some sort of uh, entity from the fourth dimension writing something like, I have a human heart, but putting us down. We wouldn't like that very much. Just the way that Elvis put down the wood. It's like a, a higher life form punching down. Yeah, punching down. And speaking of punches, here's the real kickers, ladies and gentlemen, because Elvis's karate fever was at an all-time high on the set of G.I. Blues. And he literally, uh, I'm going to drop you a real piece of bombshell evidence soon here, but he literally, in between takes, he would walk 15 feet, you know, right after that song, every take of that song, he'd walk 15 feet away, and he'd practice his karate. And what's he doing? He's breaking bricks, he's breaking tiles, he's breaking wood. He's literally singing about how he's better than wood. He's laughing at wood getting desecrated. And the second they stop rolling, he's walking over and breaking boards. All-time high, uh, just wood abuse. You know, if he, was, if he was just an amateur practitioner, if he was a casual before that, that's, that's when he went pro, man. That, this is really when it reached a fever pitch. And, and if it, you don't see the connections here, you got a wooden brain, okay? This is, I mean, this man is laying out the whole crux of yeah. the situation. Yeah, and that piece of bombshell evidence, Elvis was practicing karate on the set of G.I. Blues so much that you can actually look at the back cover of the original vinyl soundtrack for G.I. Blues, and you will see Elvis's hand is swole up uh, like a fucking armadillo in the te Tejas sun. Uh, because he heard, he heard his hand. He smashed so many boards, his hand done blew up, uh, you know, and uh, you can see it on the back of that vinyl record, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how much his wood abuse was just out of control at that time. Unbelievable. All right, so Elvis's uh, karate practice continued, of course, after GI Blues, and uh, he took that with him back to Graceland. He continued to practice karate till 1977, man, 19 years of karate, eventually reaching uh, eighth degree black belt in Kenpo karate. Uh, so this guy, that's the one thing that took, man, was breaking boards is the one thing Elvis stuck with more than anything else, uh, you know, as far as his hobbies went. And we all know, we discussed before, man, 
Not only was the, the, the karate is breaking boards, that wasn't enough for Elvis. That wasn't, so he actually, at, at Graceland, when he purchased uh, Graceland, there was a brick uh, smokehouse, like a five by five little brick smokehouse, okay? What did Elvis do? Convert that uh, right away into a firing range. Now, calling it a firing range is, it's, it's, that's generous. It is a fucking wood killing floor because all Elvis did it's this little five by five box. I mean, you fire a bullet in here, it's gonna be deafening. Uh, you know, even like a 22 rifle or a fucking little handgun, deafening. Uh, so what he did, he took these four big logs, all right, cut down a tree, cut it into huge logs. Uh, he put a nominal target, and of course, what are targets made out of? Paper, paper, oh. made out of wood. And he would just go in there. When the car, I tell you, wasn't enough, he'd grab a handgun, one of his many guns, and just go shoot wood, blam, blam, blam point blank execution style there was no skill i mean i hate to disparage the king but this 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 wasn't this wasn't to develop gun skills this was to feel superior superior yeah the pleasure of wood execution and uh ju just to um touch on it pres uh elvis actually owned 32 handguns one shotgun and wait for it a machine gun oh so he was firing machine guns at wood at point-blank range in a 5x5 five five room? Oh, this my. Man, this man was out of control. This is out of control. And you know the what? The man you wanna... was out of control. So what? I've been researching another episode, which is really odd that you say this. because uh, So what I have here is the report of the Warren Commission on the assassination of President uh, JFK over here. So I'm going to hold that up, right? And there's one reference to Wood, actually two, and it's uh, a couple of people. You have Dr. Homer Wood mm. and Sterling Seawood. They were a father mm. and son. And yeah. guess what? Here they witnessed, the Woods witnessed Lee Harvey Oswald at a firing range. That's in this book, ladies, and this is the Warren Commission, okay, for the JFK assassination. So that's so weird that you say this about the firing range, because mm. that's the exact connection that we have to the JFK assassination. JFK, Homer Wood, Lee Harvey Oswald, firing range, Elvis Presley. It connects. There's connect the, the reality tunnel, this reality tunnel, uh, Reeves, that you are dragging us down. Oh Not my even God. dragging us down, you're leading us down. This is probably the most cavernous... In, it in just keeps of... going deeper and deeper. There's no end. There's no There's end. There's no end. And uh, that's not even getting into it. We're, we have to actually save this for a later episode. Uh, we all know Elvis, of course, had a Tree of Life pendant. Yes. Uh, now, that's definitely going to play big into Elvis's wood abuse uh, lifestyle. But we got to cover that on a later episode, actually, because that has a deep connection with the ancient Egyptians. So that's true. Get ready for a future episode. We're going to start talking. We're going to talk about the pharaohs. Uh, we're going to talk about ancient Egypt. And guess what? Elvis pissed them off, too. So we'll get into that for in a future episode, Yes, though. that that's going to be an episode with a yeah. lot of just rabbit holes, tangents, reality tunnels. Yeah, strap in, folks. Strap in. But So so for wood abuse, Reeves, mm -hmm. um, all of these dots connecting, what do you feel was the end game for the... Like, did the trees start the plan in Germany? Did they start the plan at Jailhouse Rock when he smashed the guitar? What do you think was the um, the, the, the impetus? When, when did the wood begin to recognize that uh, Elvis was a wood abuser? You know, that's an excellent, uh, excellent question. And I think we're going to be spending some time, many weeks, uh, determining that answer, the exact moment that the trees turned on Elvis. Yes. But I think it must have been some time 
uh, after he recorded Little Egypt, okay. which again, we'll get into that in the future. But I think at some point when the, the wood, which I'm sure felt uh, aggrieved immediately, uh, you know, upon the first instances of abuse, uh, maybe Jailhouse Rock era is when it really they started, uh, to, started to crystallize. GI Blues. Now, the, the, I th- hope people understand that the tree spirits are able to connect uh, because of their deep roots are actually able to pass information uh, to trees everywhere across the planet more easily. Uh, it's almost like a um, like the internet today. Trees have always sort of had that uh, the collective unconscious, the things oh, yeah. that bubble up from the human consciousness, the same way that the trees are connected by the earth and the and the roots. Yeah. So if not jailhouse rocks, certainly on the set of GI Blues is when the trees would have. Uh, felt aggrieved enough they would maybe begin to plot against uh, Elvis. And but there's I, a picture uh, also that we could put up here yeah. of Elvis ki- kind of stalking through the woods with a gun, uh, and he's in a uniform. So yeah. that might have been some sort of a threatening signal to the trees and to the wood to know that Elvis wasn't playing games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, and think about think about how messed up that is. You're a tree, and you see Elvis out there with a gun, rifle, made of wood, metal and wood, You're using, he's using a wood implement to shoot you, a tree. Oh. How fucked up is that? That's, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, that, my that, 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 that's, that, Elvis throwing a little extra stank on it there. That's, yeah, that's like using <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer to, that's, that's, to that's, eat you. Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, getting stabbed with a, with a sharpened femur or something oh, like that. It's that, like beating with a leg bone. You're right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A yeah. wood, oh. A wood implement, a wood weapon to destroy wood. Elvis Presley's wood abuse knows no bounds. And you know what's interesting? We have to go look back and, and really look at that jailhouse rock. He smashed the wooden guitar on a wooden table. Wood, wood on wood crime. That. Wood on wood crime. Wood on wood crime. And Elvis was behind it. So uh, I think it'll come as no surprise that the tree spirits on that fateful day, August 16th, 1977, came for Elvis. They, of course, sent a toiletry, uh, which we discussed on an earlier episode. But uh, one last thing, I think we, we touched on it before. I, we might as well discuss it, uh, touch on it here. We do uh, always, we do of course know about the time Elvis uh, shot the television, very famous moment in Elvis history. Uh, well, supposedly he was watching a dance number by Robert Goulet, but sources, undisclo- undisclosed sources closer to Elvis at that time have insinuated that it's actually, in fact, it was Elvis's favorite movie, a horror film, uh, by Bob Clark, Black Christmas, uh, which Elvis watched hundreds of times. We believe, actually, that it was uh, when the Christmas tree popped up on screen is when Elvis fired that bullet. Yes. Yeah. And the, and, and you, um, to, not to, the, the, I don't, I'm going down a slight alternate reality tunnel here. There are rumors that Elvis did write one song in his life. Oh, it, it, okay. And, and, and okay. it goes a little okay. something like this. Okay. Uh, he was watching Black Christmas, and he started singing when he heard the twist for the first time. And he said, "We'll say it, but he goes like this." Sorry, I'm trying to get the the spirit of Elvis. <clears throat> I said, "Priscilla, did you hear that? The calls are coming inside the house now. The Black Christmas said, Priscilla, did you hear that?'" 
The calls are coming from inside the house now. A black Christmas. You better go check on Elisa Marie right now. The trees are calling. That's that's that was what I heard had he had written. Bombshell. Bombshell revelation on the Elvis Presley conspiracy program. And uh, that's what I have to say today. Uh, I think that's enough getting into Elvis Presley's lifelong history of wood abuse. Wood abuse. Now, wood abuse. It, it, some people might say that this is what people do. I mean, look behind us. We're sitting wood bookcases and wood paneling and things like yeah. that. But we didn't create this room. We just live in it. It's a product of us of us renting things. And we weren't the ones that went out and chopped the wood. We weren't the ones that went out and abused the wood. We used the wood, but we don't abuse the wood. And there's a line. You know, there's the, the natural resources are there for humans to use. Mm-hmm. But when you overstep the line and you start to harm Mother Earth, that's when things start to get a little nefarious. Yeah, yeah no, there's a difference between use and abuse. You know, you can use wood, still respect the wood. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's certainly different than what uh, Elvis's wanton uh, violence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're not saying we're without sin. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I punched this kid in the head one time. He didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve it. I'm sorry, Lewis. You didn't deserve it. But I was in fourth grade. I didn't know any better. But I didn't keep punching people in the head for all eternity, okay? Precisely. Anyway, any... any, uh, any <laughs> Reeves, I'm so uh, discombobulated by this reality tunnel that I don't even know where to begin. I mean, the connections... The twists and turns are endless. The twists and turns. We just know he had a lifelong history, and again, we could do two, three, four, five, eight, ten, infinite, sideways eight, infinite more episodes on this subject. And you know what? We might just do that. We might just do that, but we're also going to get more opinions from other people, people who were there on that fateful day, 7-Eleven. We also need to find out the 7-Eleven connection. It it was 7-Eleven... Which is July 11th, July 2022. 11th. But also, there's a store called 7-Eleven. They give out free sur- Slurpees on 7-Eleven. There's yeah, so 7-11 many things. 7-Eleven Day. We were there on 7-Eleven Day. Elvis so that- Love Convenience? Elvis Love Convenience. And But we also have other bombshell revelations from our producer, Liz Shack has told me, but off mic, these revelations that are going to... Blow us away. I mean, leaf blow us away. It, it, it's just things are going to be start to come together. We're going to have all sorts of people on. Any summation here, Reeves, of uh, this wood abuse? Well, I just got one thing to say right now. He ain't dead. He's a tree. 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 Thank you very much. Yuki and John, Patreon of the Birth.